And welcome to Weird Shit. Oh, hello. Um, so, fire right into news. No, wait. I'm Logan. Yeah, no, I'm not Logan. I'm Jesse. He's the other not Logan. Wait, the, the only the not Logan, Logan on the show. You can see him too. What? Oh my God. You mean you're not a figment of my imagination? I am a figment. And I am a filament. I'm not amused. Oh, I try. I don't try. That's you're the problem with this podcast really 16 don't. episodes in. I don't try. I try to say goodbye and I choke. Try to walk away and I stumble. That that Childish Gambino song, I thought that was... I thought that was Macy Gray. Yeah. <laughs> Stay Who's oh. to say it isn't? Don, Don Lover is just Macy Gray. <laughs> Have you seen what he looks like for like? The... Yeah, he looks like Macy Gray, <laughs> but he's he's gone um he's gone like porno mustache and shiny. Oh, for Lando, or just in general, just new face. Just in general, I think oh, it's yeah. like a um, uh, like a uh, oh, la, la. like a Burt Reynolds thing, but like, like a like a brown Motown disco type of shit, right? Um, so oh, yeah. we might get to see a nuclear bomb dropped in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, they miniaturize the nuke. Oh, who, who who shoots first? Why do I not hear myself that well? Plot twist: China, China, Why? China. So yeah, if Donald Trump was a Street Fighter character, his special move would be China, China, China. You're China. fired. <laughs> You're fired. Fake news. Oh, oh, oh. Surprisingly, oh. I think that's actually one of the few times we've ever mentioned Trump on this podcast. Yeah, no, we've done pretty well for ourselves. And in the context of it just being a 16-bit video game character, not in real-world context yeah. at all. We're not going to talk politics. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk nukes, though. We'll, to, we'll talk New Zealand politics because it means nothing to nobody, including New Zealand. Nothing to nobody, unless your leader's going to have children. And then that, 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 what? that went viral. Who? And some What's his name? Rich Mark, Markinson, Mark Richardson asked Jacinda Ardern hours after she was announced as leader of an interview um, does this mean she's not going to have children and it went viral with the, like, oh, the is, world is that why he got in the shit for being sexist <laughs> yeah. ah yeah. Mark Richardson's a cunt that's his deal yeah exactly also fuck him for leaving crowd goes wild and becoming a morning shill yeah and the block what the fuck oh he was always on the block yeah but Oh, did he actually leave the crowd goes wild? Yeah, he but, left the crowd. Uh, as far as I can tell, he left the crowd goes wild to be on that stupid morning show. Fucking bring back Sports Cafe. It's a good show. <laughs> I, like, um, I like that Lee Hart and Jason Hoyt are only on Hauraki because Hauraki asked them to do a show. Yeah, yeah. They didn't like, they didn't pitch anything. It was, what if we get these two cards? <laughs> Just young. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I like that uh, the, there's so many um, sort of like they're, they're kind of running ideas I do hope is Jason Hoyt's wife is cheating on him with like every like man <laughs> currently she's she's away in I think Fiji with her aerobics instructor for nice. an aerobics competition they should do a wife swap thing with those guys in the hierarchy and put Jeremy Wells and Jason Hoyt together and Matt Heath and Lee Hart and just well, they they Just are cars. they are doing a um, it's like two trains meet somewhere for a party, and so you have to They're if you win the there. competition, you have to choose which train you want to be on. There's all there's all the other the morning guys. Oh my god, I couldn't pick. 
I'm pretty sure I'd go for Lee and Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you get to drink some of that Waka Chang Chang. Waka Chang. That that said, I I shit. I need to remember next time I go to Auckland to bring some of it back. I don't know that you can buy it in. I, I honestly. But don't Heath know. and Jeremy Wells seem like they'd have all the right drugs. I mean, yeah. Matt Matt Heath constantly talks about his love of tramadol. <laughs> he um he once had what a, the old white male takes. He once had a running um like list of New Zealanders that were great New Zealanders to certain levels like gold level great New Zealanders. One of those New Zealanders level. was tramadol. I was just based on how many tramadols you'd sent into him. Oh right. I don't know. I I assume it's not really happening, but maybe it was. I think they, it probably would have. Yeah, happened. it's quite right. easy to get tramadol. I mean, when when uh, you're you're like one of your most common phone-in characters or real people characters is a man called Dave from Fakamana, Dave from Fakamana, Dave from Fakamana, mm. and Fakamana has become because Dave's a massive stoner and I believe like post-American sort of hippie baby boomerish weed grower. Right. Um, He's an entrepreneur then. Yeah. So so now Haraki's word for weed yeah, is just Fakamana. <laughs> And um, they talk about getting on the glass barbecue. <laughs> I'm still confused. Hey, is that like a bong or is that you talking pee? Or... And glass barbecue to me says crack. Yeah. It, crack it is crack. not a New Zealand drug though. No, not really. Well. I, can you get crack in New Zealand? You can get anything, anywhere. I mean, from what I know, if you want coke, you got to go to Auckland Housewives. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, they don't deal it. They they just use a lot of it. Yeah. And, yeah, so... Guess we yeah, gotta Auckland. go find some cougs. I can get cougs. Get your, get your coog on. On the hunt for the cougs. Alright. It's a later section. But yeah, I, I... Is it wrong to say I'd like to see a nuclear weapon go off? No, I also want it to a degree. I just don't want the... Like, I... Yeah, I... I we can lose Guam. Yeah, we can lose Guam. Um, yeah, I, we we haven't lived where a nuke has been dropped, like in a lifetime where a nuke has been dropped, and I don't like that. They didn't do nuclear tests in the 90s, did they? Oh, France probably did. Um, is Maybe early 90s? There was a treaty that stopped most of it, right? Yeah, I thought that was in the 80s. But I was of the understanding that they stopped air blasts. You can still detonate them underground. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But I want to see mushroom clouds. Yeah. I, I, so, Saar Bomber, mm. that explosion was 62 kilometers high yep. and 30 kilometers wide. That was visible from space. Yeah, but 62 kilometers up is basically space, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, if you, if you, you know, like you draw a picture of the Earth and then draw I mean, a I know, large I know when they dropped cloud, the, that's the Saar Bomber. When they dropped the first nuke, they were, there was a chance that they thought it would ignite the atmosphere and just kill everything on Earth. Yeah. Yeah. They must have also thought with the Saar Bomber, it, if going that high, it could have ignited a different, like the stratosphere or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I oh. mean, the. The Americans no one surely when they did actually the knew how like how the stratosphere would react to yeah well, that chain. Well, the assumption is you know chain reaction of um, atoms detonating and splitting or whatever it is. And the the logic was if this chain reaction just keeps chain reacting, yeah. 
watts to stop all atoms chain reacting. But realistically, if you actually did the physics of it, you'd probably say that eventually the output energy isn't high enough to keep the chain reaction going. But mm. they didn't know that at the time because you know maybe there's a there's a like a certain level of input energy that would just nuke a whole planet. Yeah, see, I always thought like nukes were God's farts. <laughs> so you're, you're, <laughs> you're, blowing, you're, you're blowing my mind right now with this whole atom talk. But carry on. Oh, well, I'm riffing you, man. I, <laughs> permit me to pretend to understand um, particle physics or whatever it is. But, um, I mean, the Americans did Castle Bravo. That was the first mm. thermonuke test. And that almost killed most people involved. It's the one that um, invented Godzilla, basically. Inspired yes. Godzilla, I should say. But, they, were testing, but, they were testing nukes upwind of, um, or downwind of John Wayne when he was filming movies in uh, in the desert doing cowboy films. And that he died of... Um, like thyroid cancer and like 30 people from the set also Oops. died of some form of thyroid cancer. So what you're saying is that um, all John Wayne's westerns are actually low-key cyberpunk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually post-apocalyptic the, films. The, the films are irradiated. That's cool. What's that thing? Um, like the nuclear tests, um, they made art forgery impossible? Yeah, because all art before a certain... like. Yeah, won't have like that nuke residue on it. Eh? Yeah, they can test for the residue or the particles. So then, fucking amazing. Presumably, there's enough of that in the air to just you can like, oh, there's a you know low background radiation left over from X nuclear test. Who's to say if that we had visitors from another planet touch down who had never been exposed to even that remote form of radiation or that style type of level of radiation that just has touched everything on the planet well have you ever heard the idea that um they just the the whole roswell 50 60 situation Mm. is because um our use of nuclear weapons was what alerted them yeah yeah like um yeah it, it, it sort of rippled across i guess probably realities or something or dimensions or whatever yeah, you're splitting the atom and to go hey these you did actually tear a hole here. briefly in something or yeah. the energy was actually picked up on some sort of device that could reach that light years away yeah or it, it just um even you know it it creates ripple effects in in ways we can't possibly understand we don't quite yeah understand it I'll always like the idea that the first nuclear test was what severed God from our existence. That's a brilliant idea. I love that. It's just a cool, cool, like, I mean, I don't believe in God, but it's a cool, um, what? What? I mean, all this time, I just assumed. No, I do not believe in God. He believes in you, child. Um, yeah, that's a really cool idea. I like that. I probably shouldn't try to take a drink while you're texting. Sorry, we learned from last episode. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, how about that sports game? <coughs> just NBA 2K17. Yep. You can play as ladies now. Woo! Them fundamentals, they're right. WNBA. I only know the popular critics of the WNBA. The WNBA. Just George Bush. Yeah. George Bush versus um, Amazon-esque black women. <laughs> you know he'd love that too. 
Now that's your pitch for Space Jam too, right? A- aside there. aside from Clinton, of all the Space presidents Jam. that I would believe low key are into the into the um into the into the chocolate jungle girls, fe- jungle fever. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> that's just a that little is, more racist. Well, that's than, the appropriate term. I've seventies. I've um, said the N word on this podcast, but that's a little more racist. But than yeah, I'm Bush seems sure. like he'd enjoy the yeah. um. Bush, I can see like just comfortably chatting up a black woman, like doing really well at it. But that that may be because of that picture of him like saying shit to Michelle Obama, and then you see Obama in the background looking pissed. Yeah. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. And when you, when you tie that into that um, that gif of him floating around where he manages to land a perfect black handshake with some black African dancer dude. Hold <laughs> on. Yeah. Oh. If you Google Bush perfect handshake. Oh, but leave this. out perfect handshake and just show me what you got. Just push back. Show me what you got. You gonna talk while I do this? Oh yeah, well I uh, Don't drink. I'm like, cool, he's not talking, I can lean back and take a drink. Nope. <laughs> not gonna happen. We gotta work on this dynamic. No, you gotta work. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I'm the motherfucking MC right here. Mm, 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 oh fuck yeah! Oh yeah! Just so good. And that black man over there grew up to be the president of the United States, Jacob Zuma. That's Barry Obama. No. What? Jacob Zuma. <laughs> <laughs> Did it, what's a vote of no confidence? Um, it's when your own party doesn't believe in you anymore. Jacob Zuma just survived a vote of no confidence in... It's when people with it, it's a coup, basically, against you from your well, own you, political... Your party tries to oust you. Yeah. And he survived that how? Um, that the vote didn't take place or didn't get enough votes. Like not. It needs to be a unanimous or majority of his caucus need to say we don't have faith in you as our leader anymore. Yeah. So you're fired. It's what Andrew Little was expecting to happen before he preemptively just stood down it was probably going to happen a ah, little he was well, a lame duck from the get go yeah poor guy he meant well but he just had nothing he tried really hard and they even tried to take his glasses off him so that he looked, looked more normal. hard yeah. <laughs> didn't work uh-huh. poor bastard yep he meant well did he oh, I don't know uh, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. It is what it is yeah. uh, uh. Wow. yep uh, I saw a nice little picture of Matidia today on um, somebody put it on on Pornhub <laughs> that is the epitome of gamble and lust <laughs> yeah totally but uh, somebody just did a oh was a welfare did a n- nice nice little photoshop number of her on Pornhub with uh, the title just woman fucks entire party I thought that was quite good yeah. <laughs> I, she, um, I just like the fact that she thought playing the welfare queen card would like benefit her benefit benefit I see what you did there it would see, benefit take, fraud her yeah, that's the thing there's no real issue with the benefit fraud thing I don't really care at the end of the day it's just the no. electoral fraud was another issue but at the, the same part, time John Key did the same thing in 2008 so oh yeah but the part that matters about what she did was that whilst, n- you know, whilst no committing benefit it. fraud and, oh, I was a uni student and a single mother, mm. you know what she was also doing? Smoking weed? No. Dead than kids? 
um, spending most of her time trying to become a visible politician. Right. Okay. She was still networking. She was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So she, she was self-interested. Yeah. She yeah, was, yeah. There yeah, was yeah. there was the 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 um the white knight single mother situation that she tries to uh, pretend. She was playing it back then as well in '93. I did not know that. Well, yeah, showing but, a yeah, politician yeah, is not a self-interested can. Yep. Yeah, they're usually yeah. outsiders and non-politicians, usually. If there's anything Game of Thrones has taught us is that what you don't get in modern politics is Jon Snow types that are like, I really don't want to be here, but all you guys are forcing me to, so I feel obliged to do it. Uh, you only got Gareth Morgan for that now, apparently. Oh, fuck. I know Gareth Morgan. But my name's Gareth Morgan. I'm still trying to profit off my son's success. He's trying to quaff it. He can't Quaffet. pronounce his R's, and that's the only reason he's in this game, is to create an R party that can help him pronounce R's. The only reason people Which listen weird. to me is... We, we hate him for that. I personally hate Reverse him Reverse nepotism. No, but like... He can't pronounce his R's. He says W's instead. But the, he like in a country that doesn't matter, because New, like New Zealand, we because we R's. don't say R, R we say ah, oh, it's oh, A-H-H-H-H. Oh. Art is spelt A-A-A-A-T here. It's not art. Yeah, it's just art. Oh, that's artistic. That, that's why we get along so well with people from places like Boston and Brooklyn and shit. <laughs> we go to the yeah, party. Be, that's some wicked art. <laughs> wicked art. Oh, yes. I've missed this. What? I don't know. It's been like two days. I was going to say we recorded on insert date. Monday, Monday. Ah, rape your daughters. Ah, 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 ah. There's a, a, a picture of R. Kelly smiling and it said, um, your face when somebody at the beach says their kid got stung by a jellyfish. <laughs> oh, I saw yeah, a music video today. Fly. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know, it was about his mother and daughter or some shit. It was at the gym and the, um, because, you know, they do the thing in order to not... It wasn't a music video, was it? You said it was mother and daughter. In order to not get, I mean, yes, I love that type of porn, but no. Um, In order to get... Yeah, that that applies to what I was talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just thinking about it, sorry. Uh, No, go on. Um, uh, You know how gyms, in order to not get screwed over copyright-wise, they'll do the whole... We play music videos, but we play music that is not corresponding to these videos. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was, but there was a mum in a bathroom, in a in a shower. Like, okay, yeah. Like, shower scene, you know, it shows as much as you're allowed on TV. Okay, you've got me at this point. Go on. And then it kept, like, cutting to her maybe 12-year-old daughter. Was the mother Rachel Hunter, and was the song, was the music video Fountains of Wayne? Stacey's mom. Uh, I See, think I, I know what you're talking about, but that reference is so dated, honestly. Yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I can't remember. Stacey's mom has got uh, it going. Was that Rachel Hunter? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. New Zealanders. Truly, we are a world class people. And looking back, we can't talk about that music video anymore, but it came out at a time where we could find both the mother and the daughter attractive because we were that age. I remember That's the, all I can say the about daughter that. being significantly more attractive yeah. than Rachel Hunter. But but you can't think that no more because we're old. Who do you reckon's a better lay? Rachel Hunter or um, what's your name? Nikki Watson? Oh God, when was the last time anyone talked about Nikki Watson? All right. Last time, so um, 
the you know the the whole matter we're gonna have to matterangy uh, situation yeah we're gonna have to anti-misogyny this and and talk about two dudes and see which one's better and bend as well but we'll, um, we'll talk about this at length yeah but the last the last um thing i heard about her was that she had a house party in matterangy and her dog went missing <laughs> like some shitty little you know fucking yappy hunk of shit yeah um type of thing that you punch it goes yeah and i could be wrong I feel like it washed up on a beach or something. Oh, what's his name? Driftwood? <laughs> no, it's Floater. Yeah, floater, Floater, Floater. Yeah, Floater, Floater. Yeah. Uh, Nothing wrong with the death of a small, annoying dog. I call me a sociopath, but. Meh. Yeah, but is it just because she's what, a cunt? What was the ori- original question? Who would be be- a better lay? Rachel, yeah, Rachel Hunter, Hunter, Hunter and Nikki Watson. Nikki Watson. Is it a name? Yeah, yeah. I want to say Nikki Watson. I feel like it would be Nikki Watson. Rachel Hunter was a um, a beach bum in the teens and became a model and then married Rod Stewart. So I don't feel like she's ever had to should make any sort of real effort to do no. anything. I don't think. No. And and Rod, yeah, wouldn't want to. Whereas what's her face? Nikki Watson was on Celebrity Treasure Island, so you know she's willing to do degrading things. Greer what? Greer Watson? Greer Greer Watson on that show? Greer Robson? Robson, she was relevant at a time. Oh, yes, I'm flashbacks. Yeah, I I remember like what is that? 2004 Greer Robson? Yeah, on point. What is she? Where is she now? When is she hot? Uh, Greer Robson last I saw was on an ad for a car it's just like her zoning out was, in the front what, was it a Kia I can't finish it unless it's a Kia <laughs> it was a Kia Sorento <laughs> I was about to say Sorento that's like an SUV right that's all Kia makes it's a sob yeah, sob you know what's good about Kia the power to surprise yeah that's exactly what I was thinking why why is your company motto the idea that you can be surprised yeah like surprisingly good that's what it comes out as get your face on the mic more look how you my levels are sitting okay and then is that better that. Um, you want you want a thick solid bar I want a thick you just want to be solid uh, bar and just like a uh, thick solid bar there we go okay yep, yep. I need to get that's right up close to bar. it that's um, a thick Greer solid bar Robson. I'm just trying to be very mindful of peaking Fuck yeah, Greer Robson. Ooh yeah. She as a um, she was a kid. In, just that dark hair and those light eyes. Yeah. She was a kid in um, was it Smack Smash Palace or? Smash, I like the Smash Palace here. <laughs> that that shitty New Zealand. That's what I remember, eh? Greer Robson yeah, in a bikini. bikini top. Yeah. Oh, Dios mío. Oh, oh yes. yeah, yeah, I don't like she's that. She's on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, that's some sinew. I don't like sinew on a woman. Oh, she's wasted away. That's racist. But yeah, she has that dark head of hair and those yeah, bright blue eyes and you know, like Ferrugia Bulk. Like a trashy Bulk. version of this. Yeah. Uh, Ferrugia Bulk was hot, but she shouldn't be. Yeah. It's trailer trash. Terrifying kind of hot. But it's yeah. like, yeah, you look like you... Um, like you might shank me afterwards. Could skin a coon. No, yeah, I don't JJ. need to see JJ Feeney in your tits, you fucking monster. Just personality to why she's a monster, that's what I mean, because she's on the edge. Yeah. Hayley Holt. I'm ambivalent on Hayley Holt. Yeah. Angela Bloomfield. 
think, oh, think she's more talented than she is oh, or important she's no Chris Warner no <laughs> dun, 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 dun. she's no Lionel that's for sure if if she never made an appearance on one of New Zealand's slightly more um, slightly higher budget TV shows like Outrageous Fortune or West mm. whatever then probably yeah uh, she's a red, she's a redhead, so she instantly gets twenty points on me. But. That's true, um, always. Isn't it disappointing oh, that that Robin Malcolm's probably a cunt? Yeah, she seems a bit insufferable. Like that that time where she singled PJ out in like a meeting that he was doing with some international film execs to try and bring a project to New Zealand, and she just went all um, union on him and like bitched at him for ruining shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Unions are, I mean, they did do a pretty shitty job of lobbying Parliament to change um, labour laws to be able to get that film here, and the yeah. out, the result was probably not worth it considering how shitty the Hobbit was. But you look at all the behind the scenes videos and videographies of of, of those movies, and you can tell Peter Jackson doesn't want to be doing that work. I feel yeah, sorry well, for the poor man. Fucking Del Toro dropped out, and then your bloody EP has to step in and direct the thing. He yeah. didn't want to. Yeah. It's like it's like um, Warner Brothers uh, fucked him over with it. I think they wanted the film out, out at this particular year, and they said, "No, we want it sooner." Yeah, and it's like Batman Three. Yeah. Um, Nolan didn't want to do that. No, y- you can tell Nolan didn't. But it was Nolan like didn't want to do it because it killed one of the, the his previous movie. Killed well, uh, it didn't, but that's what people refer it to. He died in Parnassus. Imaginarium or Doctor Parnassus? Yeah, but but the, they tie it into the, the drug taking series. The yeah, idea yeah. that the the, the insomnia and the drugs and etc. were making him crazy because of that. Yes. Let's not pretend that Heath Ledger probably wasn't on that path anyway. Leith Hedger. Leith Hedger. Wow. Tony at law. I just realised that Leith Hedger is a horticulture pun. It's amazing. Leith Hedger. Name the Leith Hedger. I only re- I'm a lawyer and I only represent plants. Attorney at law. Plant lawyer. <laughs> you can't put a white picket fence there. There's a tree there. Thief Hedger. Motherfucker. All right, now who do we balance Still, still dies in the same way. Um, <laughs> where are they now? Where are they now? Well, what was the original thing? Uh, do you think they're a good lay? Or who's a better lay? Um, so we do we do Guy Warner or uh, fat blonde dude that vaguely looks like Guy Warner from Outrageous Fortune I mean you know you're gonna have to be more specific than that. Um, uh, so the guy who played Guy Warner no is that who you're thinking of um, one moment while I google it yeah you got it the dude that they they thought was a dodgy cunt but he he ended up him oh Shane Cortez Shane Cortez versus uh, what's Guy Warner's real name you mean Chris Warner or Guy Warner Chris Warner um oh they were brothers as well weren't they he was another bro or something really I don't know who that guy is but he's a way better version than him than the real one um, yeah, Michael something. That's all I know about him. Michael something, yeah. Alright, so Shane Cortez or Michael something. 
Oh, it's tricky. He's just Guy Warner. He's like Alf from... Um, That's Chris Warner. Chris, yeah, fuck it. Guy Warner was his brother. Yeah, I don't remember what Guy Warner looked like. It's um, What's-His-Face. He's markedly more famous, but still not super famous. Guy Warner. Guy Warner. No, that's just bringing up normal people called Guy Warner. That dude. Him? That dude. Uh, Craig Parker. Craig Parker. Craig Parker or Shane Cortez. That's a New Zealand name if ever I heard one. Craig Craig Parker. Parker. Uh, Did we promise that this wouldn't be like a New Zealand-centric podcast? No, um, it says that multiple times on our Twitter feed, I think, that we're from New Zealand. Yeah, from New Zealand. That doesn't mean it's a New Zealand... Comedy-based Kiwi podcast, or Kiwi-based comedy podcast. That really tried not to be about movies, but ended up being about movies. Because it's all we know. It's what we know. It's all we do. It's what we are. It's who we fart. Did you say fart or fucked? Fart. It's who we fart if you want to. If you can fart real cool and let you butt drool. Um, yeah, so how about them uh, trailers? Did we watch a thing? No, we didn't watch a thing yet. Um, what's Mike Boy? Uh, we're not going back to watching trailers. No, don't. Fuck that. There's better things we can do. No one wants to see that shit. Well, they can't. Yeah, they can't. That's better. Did um, you just say can't? Can't. You can't. Can't. It's a New Zealand-based podcast. I said can't. C-I-N-T. Can't. <laughs> Oi. Um, yeah, so what have we got? I think this is our DDS section, quite frankly. Um, Why has Antonio Banderas got long, luscious locks and carrying it? Antonio Banderas. You murdered. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Inigo Montoya. My name is Antonio Banderas. Why? What? I love you about him. Keep stealing all my work. What business does Princess Bride have in have being such a great movie? I don't know. Who, who wrote it? Uh, I want to say I don't know who wrote it, but didn't is it? Did, was it Rob Reiner who directed it? Yes. Yeah. Well, that by default usually just means it's going to be a pretty great movie. Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> It's like so people just put like their children through a name generator, and those are the words that come up. Carrie Alls, Mandy Patinkin, Robin Wright, William Goldman, Bill Goldman, Bill Goldberg. Oh, that's who Mandy Patinkin is. Yeah, he's the guy from he's Criminal Minds. My yeah. name is Neil You killed my father. Prepare to die. That that's a Tony Montana joke, okay? Eh? Isn't it? to die I don't know that was Donnie Montana like it's a Scarface reference isn't it I don't know I always thought it was I want to agree with you because there's no one here to dispute it who knows more than us so yeah it was Scarface where's the nigga Montoya you killed my father prepare to die my name is Miss Rugi remember it believe it Check out those luscious locks. Who, who wore it better? My name is Donnie Montana. Mandy Patinkin in that film? Or Gary Oldman from some other film where he kind of looks like that? What? I've tried to watch Scarface. I've fallen asleep every time. Yeah. 
It's just like a bunch of immigrants around the docks. A bunch and the, of dirty, dock. yeah, a bunch of dirty Cubans. Like trying to work and not being allowed to work, and then I fall asleep. That's pretty much the movie. It takes a lot of coke. Yeah, but where's the? I mean, because as far as I can tell from the story beats, he immigrates. Yep. He tries to do things in the straight and narrow. Yes. He gets no respect and no real work. He danger fields it. Yep. And ends up. I can't tell you again. No respect. Then he sort of falls into a, like, falls in with the wrong crowd just because it gets him work. Correct. And then shit hits the fan, he gets too far up his own ass, and that's where the end of Grand Theft Auto Vice City is blatantly ripped off. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the movie. So. We tried to make a good movie. That is every drug movie. Pretty much, yeah. And Scarface itself is a remake. Yeah. A remake of The Wizard of Oz, but they don't tell you that. What? Yeah. Al Pacino? Al Pacino. Chino. Chino. Chinook. Welcome back to... <laughs> Let's look at Chinook. Welcome Alicom. back to Weird Chinook. With Logan and Jesse. This is our DDA segment. Yeah. It's all our DDA segment. Uh... uh Oh, that's a mighty fun Chinook. I I want a Chinook helicopter. Oh, yeah, but you do. You want a Chinook. What I really want is like the future version of a Chinook where it's just like some sort of VTOL spaceship thing that can lift TV shit. Right. I want a spaceship. I really want a spaceship. Um, NASA, build us a spaceship. NASA. Well, I mean, we won't pay you dollars because we don't have dollars. NASA doesn't seem to operate on dollars anyway. You know the flat earth theorists? 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 No, they don't deserve to be called theorists because there's a real legitimate thing based on theorists. That cheapens the word theory. Yeah. Um, They believe that NASA was um, invented just to purely make people believe the world was round. And that's why they had such massive funding back in the day. And now that people, you know, the primarily militarized and they undo it they're slowly trying to unroll themselves that they don't need uh, that they're purposefully trying to unravel themselves as an as a government agency you mean so nasa wasn't mostly just created to try and win a pr war against the russians no not no. at all because you know but that's the thing flat earth theorists also, also <laughs> yeah. seem to believe that other celestial bodies in, in the known universe are round yes but it's the just the earth is flat earth is a flat disc yep which things but so every, is, is everything earth, else in the known universe is earth isn't. a flat disc within a basically regular solar system that is as far as they, they've, they've agreed to yeah because what's the, the shape of other bodies what's the earth version of heliocentric I don't know no no but they Probably do suggest not a good that word for it because it's not true. They do suggest that the sun is closer than, than they claim and does actually rotate around us. You mean that thing that you can't get within a million kilometers of without just bursting into flames? Correct. Yeah. Okay. And that the sun's um like so, so the, the the constant burning of the sun ranges at about 140 decibels. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a, it's as it would, you'd expect a massive 
it's a, ball, it's a plasma million ball. year explosion. Yeah. It, it would. Welcome back to the million year explosion. With Bob Barker. We're just checking in at year number three. Welcome the to explosion the, is still The million year folks. explosion with starring Hillary Swank. We'll check back in in five minutes on the million year explosion. It's just Hillary Swank fights the sun and still ends <laughs> up getting kicked over a stool and breaking her neck. Ah, uh, but she's got range. And then, um, and then, what's his name? Director. Mandy Patinkin. Oh, uh, Mandy. Clint. Clint Eastwood. Clint Westwood. Westworld. Clint Westworld. Yep. Um, just pillow faces. Get off my lawn, you goddamn gooks. He just pillow faces. Hello, chair. Is, <laughs> I, I really want to see a director's cut of Million Dollar Baby where he looks. Ooh. Now you're too far in the mic. No, it was, I tweaked the chord a little bit, I think. It was weird. Um, I want to see a director's cut of Million Dollar Baby where he um, looks at the stool and just goes, Hello, stool. You know when he did that Republican convention and started talking to an empty chair because Barack Obama was just weird. No. Yeah, Clint Eastwood went crazy when he was run when Obama was running against Mitt Romney or something. It was weird. You know who like it Christian conservatives should rally behind? Um, a Mormon. A Mormon. Yeah. Well, they tried to with Mitt. Yeah, but why? He believes that Jesus is from Jacksonville, Missouri, and a man called Joseph Smith read texts from God from a hat on golden plates. Well, can you disprove his theory? Well, no, you cannot right now. The so therefore, the entirety of like their doctrine is just absolute um, nonsense. You know what's more simple? Joseph Smith lied to all of you. No, uh, that doesn't that doesn't hold up in Mormon court. <laughs> Yeah, we don't buy it. We just we want to marry our wives and well, then that's our wives. Fine, and but wives. don't yeah. concoct a half-assed religion around it. Make up something cool. You ruined polygamy for the rest of us, quite frankly, because you made it look like a weird, sexy cult. People don't want that. It's weird and sexy. They just want to just be able to have as many people married to them as like. Just let them marry people. And all big love taught us was that it's it's just going to eventually kill you. Oh, well, I thought the... Because the Bill Paxton died. Dead. Yeah, it's too soon. Um, I, I thought the, the overarching moral of the story for Big Love was that you wouldn't marry Chloe Savini, but maybe you'll take her on as a number two. Wow. Sick burn, Chloe Savini. Suck it. The, the younger wife was the good one. Gunner for a good one. Gunner for a good one. God, yes. Who was the other one? Marsha Gay Hart on? Gene Triplehorn. Oh, close enough. Well, same thing. Gene Triplehorn and Marsha Gay Harden are by far the same person. You hear it here first, folks. It's, it's on that, Ow, my brain. That, that list of interchangeable um, Hollywood it's, it's so lame, but I can't not say Marsha Gay Harden. It does that arouse you, friends and listeners? A little bit. A little bit. It's a little bill. You done broke your arm. And then raped some woman. What? Some woman. Some woman. Oh, the, who, whose joke woman, was that? It was a... Woman, the joke that um, take this the reason pill. Bill Cosby has a funny eye is because while he was fucking, he always kept one eye on the door. <laughs> 
Welcome back to the On Point Cosby Impression Podcast. Welcome back to Rape Jokes and Racism. Rape Jokes. He's your host, Jesse. What about racism, jokes, and rape? Um, We're going to have to commit to one of those pretty pretty significantly before we commit to that name. (laughs) Someone get the butter. There's a 10 foot pole I ain't even going to touch to touch the thing that I don't want to touch. Then don't rape. Yeah. That's All these years of me trying to get you to sit on your mic and now you're just way too far into it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just need to... I like that we've, we've for some reason... I mean, I just copied your lead when I just seemed more involved that we're now actually like holding our mics like they were presenter mics yeah. as opposed to... Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like if I grip it tightly, I won't knock it over. editing on this one to get the levels right fuck just normalize it and be done <laughs> uh, what was I going to say I'll be honest that's pretty much what I've been doing how how yeah well, we, how are you we aren't we aren't we, we need a producer we need yeah um producer shout out if you need to produce somebody produce us Hit us up. If you if you want to offer your services as a producer, feel free to contact us. Give us direction. I mean, those, that purpose. company did offer post on. And they can edit one of our things. Twitter. Yeah. They can edit that in more. We need more burps. Burps. The burping hour. And farts from the people who brought you burps comes farts. It's like the same thing, but out the other end. You thought you had the whole story, but But now we go back. This summer. We go back to where it all began. Starring. The end. (laughs) Starring Chance the Rapper. And. I sort of. Did I see that to you? Um. Sometimes two chains the rapper wears three or four <laughs> chains to bed. The more you know, G.I. Joe. Buy our toys. Oh, God. Hello. Hi. The, uh... Yep. Yep. We, that was the thing. We would get a random intrusion while we were just making a horrific noise. There's no content. Nah. Whatsoever. Thanks for that. I feel so ashamed. Should we just call this episode no episode this week? Yeah, I think so. That's a pretty good name for the episode because we've got no real content. Well, what's going on? You got any new ideas? Um, something involving a Chinook helicopter. Here's one your goddamn spaceship, boy. Just shaped like a Chinook helicopter. Bring back movies with nukes in them. Yeah, we're technically... We're in a fucking Cold War. Are we going to have to get 20 years out of this Cold War before people realise, oh, we were in another Cold War? Well, because how closely would you say these days movies follow the cultural zeitgeist at the moment? Like, two years out? Four years out? 
Yeah, I mean, all the surveillance movies have been and gone, haven't they? All the drone warfare ones have been and gone. Yeah, they're um, mostly indies. I want to well, see like a Eagle good Eye and big satellite movies. You know, the, the Die Hard films talked, you know, they the yeah shitty films, but but I want to see the like best CGI nuking money can buy, the most realistic, like the the twenty seventeen nuke explosion. I suppose probably what we liked about those old nuke explosions in other movies, like T two. Was that out? Uh, burped. Sorry. I mean, I was. Some of us T2? don't burp into Terminator 2. No, no I, I, I just yeah. thought you'd T2? pick something like Testament or The Final Days oh, yeah, or, no, no. or whatever they call. And that's just the thing I had in my mind because apparently there were some deleted scenes that I was reading about about that movie today. Yeah. That included her other visions. She didn't just have that vision. She spoke to, what's his name, Michael Bain. Okay. And stuff. But um, Mr. Bean. I was going to say that those nukes back then looked that we remember them so like fondly because you couldn't it took such a great effort to create well, those well, visual well, well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to stop you there uh, back yeah. to you what was your nuking thing you were saying oh the, today we're just oversaturated with CGI so um, yeah but you know if somebody makes a fantastic it's gonna have to be done in the right way we're gonna have to have a decent filmmaker actually do it do yeah. it justice we need Christopher Nolan to do a nuke movie yeah we need we need like I mean I've always had an idea in my head I mean this is in completely unrelated to the conversation we're having but it's vaguely apocalyptic so it popped into my head um so future soldiers I'm with you I, all I've ever had in my head was an inciting incident okay yeah like from plots an inciting incident yeah no, yeah mm-hmm. um soldiers coming back from like a future space war okay they're they're jaded they're they're you know post ptsd that they're broken angry tired they don't know what they're coming back to they've kind of finished a stalemate-ish war that's been maybe armistice or something with a when they lost millions of their own men and they don't feel like there's any yeah it's finished for for lack of a better word but they don't feel like it's actually finished so it feels like like, the entire exercise was a complete waste and then when they get back to earth earth gets hit by some sort of doomsday weapon and just like the the idea that these groups you know like they're they're in big kind of personnel cruiser spaceship things that mm. you know maybe can do long range jumps but it's kind of like the situation where you, once you get back into our solar system you're still going to have to cruise back to earth yeah yeah because if you do it again you're going to end up on the other side of the galaxy yeah, yeah yeah like it's a it's a it's a you draw a straight line and you'll end you need up to be at least four hundred thousand kilometers away from your destination or else you may smush your destination of how quickly you're folding space and moving yeah. <laughs> the realities of fast space travel are fucked yeah because yeah. they don't defy they don't yeah physics falls apart once you go really really fast but yeah just the idea of an inciting incident of all these grizzled soldiers coming back to the earth they've been fighting for for so long and then they just watch it be destroyed mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, because it, 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 you could play it off as like, oh, this big, crazy sci-fi action thing because we've established that these guys are um, soldiers so they can fight and they can do awesome things. Yeah. But they'll be so broken and worn out and not actually wanting to do any of that that more or less more like it, we could play on that yeah, expectation it, that they're going to do amazing physical it, stunts. And, it never you know. went anywhere. I don't know what it's for. 
I don't know what I'd put it in. I don't know what they know one thing as soldiers, and that's to be able to how to survive. Basic fundamental survival skills from their basic training days. Like they don't have the energy in it to the fight. They're sick. They're yeah, broken. But, but they're, it's... They're, there's nothing to fight against. I've just got to survive at that point. True, but there are things so like a second flood, like the second wave would be after the place is being nuked. That things would come down potentially enemies so of some it'd kind. See the, it'd see the. Um... But it feels like Starship a, Troopers or it's Titan A. Yeah. <laughs> I think a live wasn't that bad. No, I liked it. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Steal elements of the plot and the story and the world and make it live action. and pe- People will call it original because no one remembers, remembers what Titan A was. What about Treasure Planet? I love that movie. I love that movie. It's, it's just... Traditionally animated. Yeah. But like grandiose and original and just... It was just Treasure Island. Yeah. In space. I always felt bad for the was it the first mate who was like the concrete looking man that just falls off? Yeah. You said that and my mind instantly went to um Smee from Hook. Uh no. No. No, not time a treasure treasure planet planet of the apes first there's your franchise yeah him the like stone man Doppler yeah and he he he, like falls off the ship or something and just kind of like like they I swear they're in some situation where just the fact that he's like a rock man makes him die where the gravity is all crazy or something I can't remember I don't yeah I don't know is that it yeah yeah he falls off no 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 Bobby yeah that was a good movie we should is it it's probably not though I liked it Disney's Atlantis maybe that's what I'm thinking of Disney's Atlantis is a good movie it came out around the same time right yeah yeah was it Treasure Planet or Atlantis that tanked um the Treasure Planet tanked miserably I know they both tanked but which one destroyed the industry of like 2D animation was it Treasure Planet I think it was Treasure Planet because mm. um, it was that Titan AE the only one they did good around that time was uh, Iron Giant yeah because like um, is the woman from uh, not Treasure Planet what's the other one Atlantis mm. is she considered Disney princess and um like in the kind of Disney meta canon kind of thing I where think they line all the princesses up I don't think she's on that no. roster she should be yeah fuck yeah they need a treasure planet world on um Orlando sorry um for Kingdom Hearts 3 that'd be cool fucking amazing they're, they're bleeding Marvel and Star Wars into that game by the way but it, it to me is it doesn't mean and it. again that's something that you'd always be fine with but I always find jarring it's just fan service the game yeah and I to me like as a kid I couldn't all the I, Disney stuff worked really well the way that it was written yeah all the Disney stuff was like oh this is really interesting character development for things that you'd never thought would have character development like this what felt like fan service were the Final Fantasy characters well yeah Throw oh, when they just like here's cloud, here's yeah. squall, here's that felt like off. fan service because they didn't have they were too, they felt really two dimensional. But when they mostly just like um, optional bosses you could fight that would kick your ass ninety percent of the time. No, they joined your team and stuff as well. Oh, okay, yeah. 
But um, and they were connected to the plot and grander scheme of things, but they all felt so flat and boring and ugh. Well, they are flat and boring. Yeah, but they didn't add that to them. Whereas the Disney characters, they Squall, Moody, Cunt, yeah. Sephiroth, Moody, and I like Squall. Final Fantasy VIII. Is I suppose still that was one of my favorite games. They, but did, they didn't Moody have um, Squall, Moody, Cunt. Uh, Sephiroth's character development never even made sense. They gave Mickey Mouse like they gave creative freedom to make Mickey Mouse a relatable, strange character. Yes, yeah, with real dialogue, it was bizarre. Something Disney's never done. Mm. Um, ha ha! I I realized that my hatred of fan service has is so ingrained in me. As a kid, mm. if I you know like you 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 have your action figures. God, you must hate Jurassic World. I do. Well, it's fine, but it, it's at least it. it, it I felt like I was watching. I was like, only lo- only okay, okay, I'm getting into this. That's cool. Oh, they just threw something at me that no, I was supposed to love because it was in the original film. Yeah. Now I'm back to square one. Ooh, I'm trying here's to fall an original red and grey jeep. Ooh, here's the T-Rex somehow looking shittier than the original T-Rex. It kept undoing what they were doing. Yeah. Hmm. And and the the random things that are just in there for some reason like. Um, Jimmy Buffett no like Bryce Dallas Howard proving she can be a hard career woman in the jungle by wearing high heels throughout a film where she's running for her life yeah made no sense or um, again the inciting incident makes no sense we can't see the animal when we look into the pen it doesn't show up on the thermal sensor let's open the door and look for it Mm. let's not just fly a helicopter over top and fucking firebomb the shit out of it yeah or just wait yeah you know it'll get hungry enough a few yeah. hours spitballing yeah because the the inciting incident is done if it could, by the fucking main if it character that escaped, solves it was yeah, smart if it could have escaped without you sneak opening the doors for it and yeah. it taking advantage of that it would have escaped already so the but, fact that it hasn't proves that it can't yeah, but but Chris Pratt spends that whole movie acting like they all fucked up by playing God. Mm. He's he the one that walked into in the there. pen. Yep, he's the asshole. What is happening here? It's the end of days. Well, you talked shit about a, a about a Chris Pratt, so the internet's oh, coming after you. The the Mass Effect Andromeda trial is now ready for play. Andromeda. Um. Yeah, they they fucked the PR on that game so badly that they let you play it free for um like twenty five hours or something just to say like say, hey, hey guys it's not as bad as you thought we're so sorry please we've done game. a lot of patching it's better than you remember please we beg of you play it um, now is that Mass yeah, Effect so Andromeda or just you talking about your junk please we've done we've been not as bad as you thought we've done a lot of work it's a lot of patches I've buffed it buffed off all the calluses um, no so had to get at as them with a, a kid with a butter with knife all my, yeah <laughs> just scrape and scrape as a kid with all my action figures mm-hmm. if I would put them all together to create some because I realise now that what I did was well, as a kid was just created narratives with toys I didn't really actually play with them I just kind of lined them up invented characters and then had a plot that you know was loosely acted out without me really and you'd yell at some of the toys for not being on their mark well no but I would I couldn't for the life of me include all these characters like here's Optimus Prime as Optimus Prime right because they were an eclectic bunch of random toys like Megabyte from Reboot 
a fucking mighty Mega duck Mike. action figure huh. which were actual duck people for some reason yep. you know like not a bunch the Carter, of not, not a bunch of American kids um, to me that made the show better an Optimus Prime toy two different Batman toys did you have like the deep sea Batman or the snow Batman or something to go along with like the regular looking Batman I had like one a, a regular looking Batman whose hand could for some reason yeah, I was going to say one of them that the arms or the hands did something weird yeah and the other one was a um, parachute Batman right what Batman doesn't need a parachute he has an opposable um, cape that turns into Batshoot also like the parachute that it came with and the ads showed like you could drop it you could it fell like a rock (laughs) the parachute's basically good for one use before it tangles or rips itself beyond reckoning god there was some um, some sweet Jurassic Park 3 toys that came out with Alan Grant and the dude with the parasail yeah that's right did the same thing just tangled remember all the Jurassic Park but he had like a weird crossbow that's why he died yeah (laughs) (laughs) he had like a weird crossbow thing that came with his toy it was pretty cool that's right they all had massive coloured weapons yeah Remember all the all the dinosaur toys had like a chunk of flesh you could rip off them and then they'd yeah. have like bones and yep. blood underneath. But yeah, I so think the Teo Leone toy from Jurassic Park three had that as well. But I made it because I hate her so much. Cut her with a knife. Yeah, I couldn't use all my characters as themselves in a new setting I'd created for myself because in my own head that would always say that makes no narrative sense. I couldn't do it yeah. I couldn't bring myself to do it like if you put a Batman and an Optimus Prime toy beside each other Optimus Prime becomes the bad guy because he is three fucking times the size of Batman <laughs> but Optimus Prime as we all know is the most generically bland good guy ever yeah well pretty much all of the characters realistically end up with are all good guys because only the kids that take guns to school pick all the bad, bad guy characters toys. without having the corresponding good guy ones yeah then there's that one kid who bought all of them and they were the least fun to play with yeah because they didn't have an eclectic range of toys they had all of the toys for the particular sets so if you wanted to play Transformers you could only play with the Transformers toys if you're going to play Batman you had to play with yeah. only the yeah. Batman toys because he had all of them yeah so, oh, that's cool what you do is you go to that kid's house and, and you just leave them to it and you play with their lego yeah pretty much because you know they've got like fucking five grand but that's the thing those kids you come back 30 years later they're still living at that house in that room with their parents and they put those toys on their shelves <sighs> but they still live with their parents even if i worked in like an industry that supported that i wouldn't buy toys and toys and toys no. and toys and toys like I'd I'd maybe grab like two things that represent the core things that I liked as a kid, as like a hey kid, nostalgic what value, I bought but I, yeah. me because you could never have that. But I'd still feel the appropriate level of shame for it because I think that's necessary. Yeah, that if the more you you celebrate what you like, the more you end up with shit like fan service. Pretty much. And then, you know... The rise of, like, Comic-Con fucking tribal spend, internet bullshit clickness. I mean, you start spending all your money on all that stuff. Yeah. You've got no money to go find yourself a nice lady. <laughs> so you start jacking off over those toys. Yep. And you put that on Reddit. And you buy you buy some of those. Will they be Shoujo dolls? The ones that's like... Bejo Phillips dolls? Yeah, Bejo, Bejo Phillips Beautiful. the ones that's like it's like here's this character from this thing in a swimsuit and she's like a eight inch tall 
vaguely soft for some reason thing that you can kind of mash your boobs around yeah I don't understand that and then you'll find this kid in a basement and he's got like his walls lined with it's still like one character really confuses the sexualization of them when they refer to them as eight inch tall things or or six inch tall things <laughs> I'm like it's, it's, it's you're surreal. anything between five and twelve inches yeah, yeah can only be referred to as a dick as a dick you you you, you have something that yeah you can't use those types of inches to but what yeah i i think the moral is i'm a firm believer in what i call a healthy level of shame then i saw his face no i'm a believer because what comes without hardship i'm alex jones again what comes with that hardship no fucking creativity whatsoever story yeah plot the easiest way the 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 best way i mean if you gave yourself a blank piece of paper and say write whatever fucking story you want what do you end up with nothing the star wars prequel (laughs) that's the same thing (laughs) yeah nothing Any, any, I thought any, you were talking to me personally. If you give me no structure whatsoever, I can't write anything. No, you, you, yeah. That's why the the best things we've come <laughs> up with, um, in terms of like so far in this podcast, was randomly fleshing out ideas. Yeah, exactly. As you start with a pre-existing grain or some pre-existing like nugget, nugget, and you work it. If you start with a literal blank page, you will never get anywhere. No. All potential means zero potential. Closest you'll come to a blank. That's a blank page. Still a blank page. In a world where blank pages are like, imagine if this blank page was just like cancer. How can you overcome something? The blank paper took over. If you're literally able to do anything, you make them fight Batman. (sighs) Fuck established characters. Create a character. Let's give us some more originality. How long since somebody that created a comic book character that actually caught on? What's this fucking decades Batman? Yeah, we got nothing. Nah, because cunts are still longing for a heyday that never existed. The closest we get is um, Hellboy. How old is Hellboy? Um, he's not... Uh, I don't know. But even still, he still feels much older than... Like, there's nothing recent that people like yeah we love that character what you'll find are people reinventing existing characters and then they become part of the cultural phenomenon like Deadpool yeah Iron Man no one gave a fuck about Iron Man until Tony until Downey Jr. played him like he wasn't a big character no and he he wasn't he he, as a good guy he wasn't really a good guy seen some of the fucking artwork in some of those Iron Man comics like good lord no wonder no one like this you can't draw faces you can't draw people you're really good at drawing robots but you can't draw the people that go inside them yeah but i'm like referencing weird, comic- bad 90s art no i'm referencing a comic book series that came out after those iron man films someone like could draw really good geom- geometric shapes of big towers and big but skyscrapers not people, not people. they yeah. scribbly and look weird and had no dimension to their face it was fucking awful can't remember the, the comic book artist in that one, but it was like this puts me off wanting to read this, and you can't put this in the same 
if you were to cross this over with another comic book series where somebody could like wouldn't look the same yeah it was clearly an artist who had um, started by being able to draw guns really well <sighs> and Gundams and stuff but yeah. it's it's the most he ever really did he knows how to draw CG <laughs> yeah fucking dead space still scares you nah it's just a great original game yeah that then did the um we did the logical sequel progression that everyone fucks up make a game it's good it's original it, it, it does its thing it's it's not as big in scope as it could be if you like pour well, a little more money into it put more money into then it then what's the sequel bigger. the sequel is just the same thing again but with a bigger budget yeah and maybe slightly darker then what's the third one butcher it entirely yep because always and that this yeah i mean we probably already talked about intertextuality and that shit last time but i always imagine art well like media and entertainment these days mm. i always draw a circle the circle is the key one that existed first that everyone remembers and then prequels and sequels are like parentheses like echoes off that circle because mm, mm. all you can do once you point it's that reference initial the source dot material. is this is a result of what came before which is a result of what came before which is a result of what came before there's no like if you I always use Star Wars the first Star Wars mm. it in no way implies that um the Jedi would use lightsabers in any way, shape, or form beyond having them vaguely ceremonially, training with them at some point, and maybe using them to fight if that was what you were good at. But there were monks. That's yeah, basically there's the club, no yeah. nowhere in that movie does it suggest that 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 beyond the fights that take place with lightsabers that all other Jedi, all other Sith would just walk around with lightsabers and fight that way. Yeah. Not at all. Especially when there's only 17 years between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. But yeah, by the time like, A New Hope comes around, Kenobi's aged like 40 years and no one seems to remember the Jedi. And why is Ben Kenobi named with like a Earth first name and then a last name when everyone else in the Star Wars because the is like the only Bin decent Banar, the only Punga the only, the only decent theory that George Lucas and everyone else shuts down and has refused to even because it, it just makes it so much better and enjoyable. He's called Ben Kenobi, and the whole Attack of the Clones bullshit is because he's a clone. Yeah, it's pretty fine, I guess, but it, it's still there's a backstory there that they could have done really well and, and explain hey the reason is he's 40 years older in a space of 17 years is because he's a clone he ages differently oh the lights just we haven't moved in like 10 minutes I think that's the idea if it's nah it's, it's once it gets to a certain time of night it automatically we haven't recorded this late off. into the evening before no, we have we'll not. probably wrap this up a little bit soon might as well may as well um, but yeah, I feel yeah with this. It was a standalone movie. Yeah, it could achieve what it could achieve because it was just it was a standalone movie. Yeah. Um, the the, only, like, the Sith rule of two, dumb. Yeah. Darth Plagueis. Yeah. That's always fucking grated on yeah. me. 
The conversation where Darth Sidious explains to Anakin the plight of Darth Plagueis is Darth Sidious lying to Anakin in order to get out of Anakin what he wants from him. It is not fucking let's create a stupid, long-winded, bullshit new character. It's not real. Let me tell you the tale of Darth Plagueis. Oh, Darth Plagueis is actually his master that he killed. Mm. What? No, it's... Like there, there was bad storytelling at the best of times in the prequels, but I think you'll find that if you go by what's his name, the actor, Ian McDermott. Ian McDermott is that really? for Plagueis? Oh, yeah. for um, City Palpatine. Is. Yeah, yeah. Palpatine. If you go by his acting, hmm. to me, what he is saying is lying to get a key result. Exactly. The, the picked, idea that he was able to read, he was able to read Anakin's written. greatest fear, which was losing Padme. Yeah, he, if anything, he manipulated Anakin to fall in love with Padme so that he would have something over him. Yeah, but yeah. but you don't want to go that heavy because that seems way too po- impossible to be able to pull and off. Once you imply he's that powerful, like the idea that the reason that all the Jedi couldn't see shit coming all the time was because he was muddying the waters with his powers. But if anything, that should confirm that fuck, there's something around here, right? the well, waters are muddied true I can normally see everything if the waters are muddied then there's someone very close to everything that's happening we need to start an investigation yeah. and not tell anyone outside the Jedi Council and find this fucker one by one uh, but the, not, you, I, you I, can't make him that powerful no you can't otherwise what's the point of him doing any of this shit like he could be he could just lay waste to all of them if he can do that he could one by one just yeah. lobotomize them with his mind powers if he was able to cloud their judgment it's made no sense um you know, I, I like the idea that you know things can have shared universes that's fine or you can say hey look this is technically a sequel to this but I like it when they go hey look we've given you a not a sequel it's just a new thing made by the same creators or you don't even know you've you don't even know that it's a connection to the original like the dot that you described before the circle yeah. but we're going to say afterwards hey by the way this did exist in the same universe but we're never going to show them together yeah well that's like I like that because it plays with their imagination and that's what you want out of something to a spark a, a new level of interest with the with the source material be like oh my god can you just imagine this you try to connect the dots yourself as a fan as as, as, yeah. as, as, a, as an audience member or somebody absorbing that information yeah um, I think the one that played it off really well was the split. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And unbreakable. Just he, he, two movies. It was the greatest plot twist of all time. He failed as a, like people hated him as a director. They thought the only thing he was good at was making twists. No one would finance his movies anymore. So what did he do? He went to a new company, a new production company, not attached to Unbreakable whatsoever. And yeah. sorry, the other one thing that people kept asking him to make was a sequel to Unbreakable. So what he did was go to a different company that was not financed in any way connected to the original movie, pitched a new idea that he had full intention of actually tying it into the original story, had a tenth of the budget of his last couple of movies. Yeah. No one was expecting anything of him. Yeah. Didn't have any of the same characters or same group or right anything connected to the original franchise. So by the time you went through that entire emotional ordeal of watching that film again, this is a really good movie. He then adds to it by saying, "By the way, th- it's the same franchise. Yeah, go fuck yourself. That's how you do a twist. 
I always knew how to do a twist. It's, it's cool, but it's also... Oh, like, by the way, Bruce Willis, alive the whole time. Twist on a twist. I mean, like... But, yeah. I always think, like... Yeah. And again, I... Yeah, whatever. I have my own... But I don't need sequels to things. Shit. But, like, the only things that I've ever written that were in the same universe, that one was technically a sequel to the other, was a fucking post-apocalyptic sci-fi thing. Yeah. And what is basically like a movie about a, a, a kind of um, murder mystery revolving around a bunch of people with PTSD and trying to cope with the world after and that's they how sci-fi should be written at the end of the day like, the most you ever got in those old sci-fi films was probably Ridley Scott saying you know having a little easter egg of Waylon Dutani and Blade Runner did 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 Ridley Scott even come up with Waylon Yutani? I don't even know, but yeah, into the just the little things like that were the most they'd ever give you. Yeah, and you'd have to look for that. It was mostly just a reference to their other works. It wasn't saying canonically that this was, you know, a shared thing. This is definitely a sequel. It's all connected. You're going to see them on the screen together at some point. No, no one wants that. Yeah, but the but most I ever want a sequel from something is if it's clear that they did not wrap up the story at the end of the film. That say this is only part one there's more to this we didn't resolve we didn't stop the bat like you know Lord of the Rings yeah it's like this is only just one part of the journey you didn't stop the bad guy you just got managed to get through two and a half hours of surviving let's wait until you can you know you're not there yet yeah I I think we've gone to the point where there's what TV's for yeah movies yeah people trust that there's there's now money in TV to be able to you can pay 10 million dollars an episode Game of Thrones and get that return Alien is a scary story about a bunch of people landing on a planet when they they have to by law, but ultimately by law it was a mistake. Mm. In, in no way does that say any other movie involving Alien, like uh, loosely connected to Alien, has to be about xenomorphs. No. Has to be about some loose connection to some precursor race of aliens that somehow had some relevance to mankind it could have been a different movie with different people without any sort of corporation in space doing something else you know the 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 mistake movies make is is creating an an, an original idea and then that original idea sells a lot and then everyone who makes the money says these key things are what caused us to make money. Yeah. No. No. Almost th- never is that the case. No. The things that are, you can maybe say that for like stupid superhero shit where it's like, let's just put Batman in anything. It's going to make a hundred million dollars. Yeah. But, but with those, there's a little bit of there's difference there because those come from source material where it is the next adventures of. It's just that the only um, financial platform for those films or for for you know bringing those to the screen yeah. for the longest time were films so you had to make sequels to tie them together yes but it's, it's whereas now we're moving away from that you can have ongoing serials sequel logic like that. basically ends up saying like it's it's like if the sequel logic is batman fights the joker yeah they have the play-by-play they you know bounce back off each other batman doesn't batman follows rules joker tries to get batman not to follow rules Mm -hmm. sequel logic says what matters about that is that batman fights the joker Mm. now comic books have done a little better because they you know they've been around forever 
they just pit Batman against different things and those are used as different backdrops to explore different ideas mm. but movie logic says this is what this is this is what it has to be make more of that it makes no sense it's, it, it's like no well you can look at the Nolan franchise of the Batman films first one explored fear second one explored chaos third one explored pain yeah you know but yeah, they were still pushing for, oh, let's have another Joker. Like, better call Saul. Mm. Vince Gilligan and his people yep. would have been allowed to greenlight anything they fucking wanted to yep. do. And, they, and they chose to make a prequel. Yes, better call Saul is good. I've watched some of it. I'm not going to watch it all because I don't care. Yeah, I only watched about half of Breaking Bad. And I yeah, that ne- was great. I could never think that something so procedural uh, yeah. Not proce- in terms of like you're, you're literally following a lawyer doing lawyer things actual real lawyer things in a really bland way but you can't stop watching yeah but it does it, it, it's it's very tied into the heavy trope of almost nothing happens almost nothing happens and then the last five minutes something happens yeah now I need to see what happens in the next episode to, to the, the effect of that it's like effect 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 end of the episode cause Start in the next episode. Effect, 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 effect. End of episode. Cause, and then it moves on. Like that's how they keep bringing. Oh, that's cliffhanger. That's that's the nature of television. But yeah, well, it's it's well crafted. It's well crafted. Tone more about Vince Gilligan's um, got a tone that he could have adapted to any source material, any store, sort of story. It could have been anyone about anything, and it, people would have watched it because it's it's yeah. the way he tells stories. That's what people like about it. It's not oh, we need to see more of Albuquerque and yeah. the drug drugs and the, you know the Mexicans and the cartels we don't need to see the world of Walter White again we just need to see the world that Vince Gilligan would put his style onto to create something yeah but we didn't get that no and it's always let's show what caused this character that everyone liked that was meme worthy let's show how he became who he meme-worthy. was yep and what they always do is go right back to square one and he's really fucking like he was in the thing. Yep. Like what they'll do with the Han Solo kid movie. What they did with... Um, I forgot that. I keep forgetting that's going to happen. You know, they hired an acting coach to help the dude who's playing Han Solo. Really? Yeah. To act more like Harrison Ford or just act? I think just act. Oh. It's like what they did with young Jack Sparrow in the... Parts of the Caribbean Five. I haven't seen it, but yeah, I don't know what seen. Yeah, they they show you like his origin. What's his origin? He's already fucking Jack Sparrow. He's already wearing the fucking hat. He's already got this hair. No, because yeah, exactly. But you got a brilliant origin for him in one of the previous movies through dialogue. Yeah, you know when he talks to uh, like a slaver ship guy, and then he changes his mind. Yeah, and it's all subtext as well. It's not all just like you did this. It's like there's literally. You you stole from me, yeah. I you know you stole from me. It's like people aren't think like yeah. You people watch, aren't things, mate. I can't remember what it was. This YouTube video was it, that was guy breaking down parts of the Caribbean. Yeah, he's right. It's a fucking great movie. Yeah, it's phenomenal. The script, everything about yeah. it, it's a really well written. Really, everything is properly paced. Everything is properly it's, woven it's in built and explained in, as know, much as it needs exactly, to be. Exactly, it's built upon a world of curses and magic and ethereal natures and everything. But it's built upon 
realism. But even like, plot-wise, yeah. like people, things. That's people why people die. There's conversation. Something will be happening in the background. That thing happening in the background is both important to this scene, important to the future. What they're talking about is important to now, important to the future. Subtext, exactly. Yeah. Yep. There's layering. There's there's context. That everything matters. Whereas, yeah. Think about how often you know it's. But people just look at it from a distance, and the people who fund the money into it go, more of that, more of that, more of that. The other one's looking at it and going, yeah, pirates are sneaky. Yeah, jokes about rape, jokes about drinking, rum, rum, rum. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like they're talking about slavers and like all that stuff that you missed as a kid. And they're like, no, you're talking about rescuing slave, there were slave ships and people getting murdered and yeah. legitimately tortured. And you see the brands on Jack Sparrow's arm or, you know, pirates' arms are like, yeah, those people suffered. That's why they're yeah. pirates. There's a, it's not just yo ho ho and blah, it's, blah, blah, yeah, adventures it's, it's and gold a, and greed. It's like, no, these people are the reason that they are. Because of the world that they live in, and there's a, there's a there's reason a for pirates very, being the way they are. Very subtly implied darkness to that world yeah. that is not quite in the foreground, but it's in the. He's periphery. not a jolly drunk. Watch, he drinks to forget. Yeah, watch watch the scene where all the pirates are very clearly about to probably rape and murder Elizabeth Swan up till she says parlay. Yeah, and the pirates hanging dead. The the fact that. All the main characters are probably at various points in the movie about to be hung for what they've done. Mm. And just There's swashbuckling to it, but you know. Yeah. It's it yeah, it, it's it's a multifaceted film. Based on a fucking theme park, right? Yep. I don't even know I remember yeah, he said You know this is such a good movie because it was a movie based on a theme park ride that was so good and it excelled everyone's expectations so much that the theme park ride was retroactively changed to be more like the movie because everyone loved the movie more than the ride. <laughs> yeah, that's subtext. Well, yep, that's a pretty substantial podcast. Uh, you can check us out at uh, Weird Shit Pod on Twitter. At Weird Shit Pod. You can email us your thoughts, feelings, opinions, and... Um, um, hate hate and breasts, breasts. to uh, weird shit yeah, weird pod- shit podcast, podcast at gmail.com we still look at each other 16 episodes in it's like, is there a cast at the end of that well, we'll, we'll bother remembering it when somebody actually emails it yeah please do um, yeah we're on um, Stitcher Stitcher iTunes iTunes uh, it's weird shit I before E because there is no C we spell it weird the w- wrong way some might say it's a reference to weird plus wired it's not but good, sure, whatever, just Google it. I made a logo it. once and I spelled it wrong and we ran with it. If you find a weird shit podcast where weird is spelled correctly, it's not us. Don't. Oh, yeah. Well, they seem like nice people. We've we've briefly spoken with them on Twitter. Yeah, you can listen to them, but tell them that you that we sent we sent you. Yeah. And they owe us um, a, a a view, a listener, a subscriber, uh, sub, subs, Patreon, subscriber. Yeah, we're also on Patreon. Just weird shit podcast. Just get on Twitter. Hit us up at Widget Pod. Yeah. Peace out. Later.